What is up, everybody? Welcome to this week's episode of the Dense Pixels Podcast. I'm your host, Brad, joined by my co-host, Micah. Hey. And Terrence. What's up? So uh, this docket sucks. There's literally two stories on it. So uh, we decided to turn this episode over to you people. Uh, so we will get to your questions later in the show. Uh, but first, I'm proud to say that my good friend Terrence took my advice, got next Machina, and now I'm eager to hear his impressions of this fine game. Uh, well, if no one knows what next Machina is, it is a top-down twin-stick shooter. Um, so it's right up my alley. And I would just like play PS4, actually both systems, they have flash sales. Well, PS4 calls them flash sales, the PlayStation Network calls them flash sales. And I was like, fuck it, I'm going to go ahead and just look to see what's on there one uh, Saturday. And it was on sale for like six ninety nine. I'm like, okay, fuck it. I'll go ahead and pick it up. Um, this game is, it's, like, if you like top-down shooters, you'll enjoy this game. I don't see how you couldn't. Uh, it's fun. Um, I'm 37 years old, and my brain is having a really difficult time processing what the fuck is going on in these games nowadays. Um, but I, I didn't let that deter me. Uh, there's a lot. I don't know. Like I saw that you, cause you can look at the, the leaderboards and I mm-hmm. saw that you guys played. I feel like Michael played for like 10 minutes and turned it off. Cause you do have a score. Not even. <laughs> like I, saw, I saw you had a score and I'm like, it's like, okay. Yeah. It's um, like two. <laughs> the thing is, top down shooter, you kind of run through these levels. Um, and when you go, when you, there's uh, 112 levels in the game, but they're like really small, short levels. Uh, you run through and you shoot everything on the screen. Or shoot all of the enemies in one room, and then it like kind of just warps you or teleports you. You fly to another room. It just repeats same thing over and over again. But the the there's a scoring system in the game. Like on each level, there may be like people you have to save. Um, so you have a people multiplier. Uh, some levels have these things called disruptors, and you have to collect those and get an extra couple extra points. The thing about the thing the thing about the people multiplier is it wears down. It kind of ticks down as you're running through the levels. So you have to balance this shooting everything and collecting the people and actually timing it. So when you get to the next level, the actual timer for the people multiplier is still viable because that actually adds more points to your score. So you have that timer. You've got the time timer, which like you beat the game, if you beat the level and fast enough, you get an extra, you get a time bonus. So you got to take into account all of these different scores to try to get the high scores possible. On top of dodging fucking bullets all over the place. It's insane. It's ridiculous, actually. But I actually love it. It's, it's fun. Um, I love the boss battles. That's my, I think that's my yeah, favorite Yeah, the boss battles are pretty fun. Um, I posted a clip of one of them. Actually, that one. I posted it because I took no damage. I didn't die. And that shit was crazy. Like, again, like I'm trying to focus on not getting hit and killing that thing at the same time. If anyone knows those types of games, you know, you know how it's... Oh, it's not like a uh, fucking cuphead, but they bullshit you. Fuck that game. <laughs> <Right>. But <laughs> but this game, like you, you, you have the patterns, and they give you they ha- they give you the ability to dodge these bullets. Um, it's fun. Like it's still six six ninety nine for one more day. <laughs> no, actually, by the time you listen to this, uh, it'll be that sale will be over back to twenty bucks. Are you capable of? I saw that clip, and I'm very impressed with it. So I figured. Terrence must have the dexterity after seeing that to be able to pat his head and rub his, rub his stomach at the same time. Can you do that? 
Yeah. Look at that. I can. <laughs> like, I just, like, can that's why y'all are good at these games. <laughs> can you not Meanwhile, <laughs> like, I just can't do it. Now, can I rub my head and pat my stomach? Uh, I don't think I can do that. <laughs> like, I can't do the opposite. Like, rub my head. That's weird. That's just fucking odd. But um, no, it's it's a, it's a really fun game. I, the, uh, the other game that they have, um, Matterfall, is also on sale as well. But I kind of looked at some reviews and they said it wasn't that great. So I'm like, yeah, I'll pick one. I enjoy Matterfall's gameplay, but it's also gotten played a lot less than Next Machina did. So I guess yeah, that tells you really all you need to say. Yeah, but um, yeah, Next Machina again. Um, by the time you listen to this, I mean, technically this this might go up like late Monday, but if not, uh, yeah, you missed the sale. <laughs> but it's a, it's a really fun game. The thing I like about Next Machina, and this happens to me sometimes in puzzle games too, where like I just get the like the stream of consciousness where I'm not really thinking about what I'm doing in the game. I'm just reacting and just letting, <laughs> just basically letting letting my my brain and 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 body work in conjunction to to just yeah. Like, that's what happened in that boss shit. fight. I was yeah. just like on a fucking roll. I was just, I just and that was I think that was the first time I fought that boss too. I was just kind of on a roll, like yo, this is. This is weird. I don't know how to fuck. I'm dodging all of this, and I just real I, I, when I finished it, I realized I was like, I didn't fucking die. Clip <laughs> this. That was fucking awesome. And it was some sequences where I was like, I just missed getting killed. It was cool. Uh, that, but that's why I like those kinds of games because, like, if you pull off some crazy shit and you and some and now that you can actually like clip, clip these things and you're showing people, I'm like, yo, that's pretty fucking impressive. God damn it! I wish when I was younger they had that shit to record. I was way fucking better, yo. <laughs> A lot better. That shit kind of mad. But anyway, very fun game. So uh, when you get a chance, go to youtube.com slash densepixel, subscribe to our podcast, or subscribe to our channel, rather, if you've not done so yet, and make sure you hit the bell icon as well. Uh, we post this podcast in video format. Some of you may be watching it right now. Uh, we also post, like, game reviews, stuff like that, commentaries. Uh, maybe I might throw that clip up there so that all y'all can see if I can uh, pull it down from Terrence, from Facebook for Terrence. <laughs> so. <laughs> yeah, we'll see. I mean, you can share it right to YouTube from PlayStation as well. Yeah. So, very handy feature that other consoles don't have. Um, but yeah, like I said, YouTube.com slash DensePixels. Uh, make sure that you also check out the premium channel for the TNP Studios Network. It is just $5 a month or $50 a year, and you can find it by going to DensePixels.com slash premium. Uh, you get the you get weekly slash biweekly episodes of the airing of Grievances with Jay and Micah. Who just reviewed the race? Also, one of my favorite episodes, Micah. Not yeah. for the Superman angle, but for everything else that happens in that episode, which is crazy. That is a funny, uh, underrated episode. Uh, you also get the Men with the Golden Tongues, Micah and Mine's uh, James Bond slash spy movie podcast. We'll be uh, releasing our review of Never Say Never Again later this week, and it is entertaining. The review is entertaining. Yes. <laughs> yeah, please. <laughs> <laughs> we have to we have to make sure we put that caveat out there that the review is entertaining. And uh, you also get weekly episodes of the Look Forward Political Podcast, a jumbo-sized two-and-a-half-hour episode 
this week and monthly episodes of No Time to Bleed, uh, of which you can check out Predator 2, hosted by these two fellas and Jay. Uh, so again, all that plus we plus video episodes of the Nerdpocalypse podcast as well if you're a premium subscriber. So again, densepixels.com slash premium, over 300 hours of content and adding more every single week. And then make sure whatever podcatcher you use, be it Spotify, Google Play Music, Apple Podcasts, or whichever podcatcher of your choice uh, that you subscribe to Dense Pixels on there. Also subscribe to the other TNP Studios Network shows, including the Nerdpocalypse, Black on Black Cinema, Tabletop for Two, Coming Distractions, um, am I missing any? I don't feel like that I am. Uh, but again, whatever it is, subscribe. We deliver the podcast episodes to you while you sleep like some sort of podcast ninja. Uh, new releases this week. State of Decay gets mentioned again because the regular edition is coming out uh, as you're listening to this on Tuesday for the Xbox One. Have, did you have you actually know you? I guess you wouldn't have played it yet because uh, you were waiting for the regular edition to come out, weren't you? Yeah, I thought that. Yeah, it comes out tomorrow, so whatever. Okay, well, I guess you'll have impressions next week. The reviews so far have not been good, so. <laughs> I've seen mixed reviews. <laughs> I think it has like a 60-something on Metacritic right now, which is yeah, not yeah. not ideal. Big not three. A, Big three. Hey. I, game's banging on, right? Hey, I guess we can see why they're giving away basically for free at this point, so. Uh, <laughs> Dark Souls Remastered comes out on Friday to the PS4 and Xbox One. The Switch version uh, was indefinitely delayed for those of you that missed that news from a few weeks ago, but uh, it is available on PS4 and Xbox One come Friday. Also on Friday, Detroit Become Human uh, for the PlayStation 4. I know Micah is very much looking forward to that game coming out and can't wait to hear all about his impressions of that next week. Yes. Uh, Mega Man Legacy Collection 1 and 2 coming out on the Nintendo Switch. Um, that's coming out tomorrow or, at, or today as you're listening to this, most of you. Uh, digital highlights, there's a game called Disco Dodgeball Remix that's coming out for Xbox One and Switch. And a game called Super Hyperactive Ninja that's coming out for the Xbox One. I would have loved to mention any PlayStation digital games, but they did not do their weekly update post this week. So as far as I know, nothing is coming out on PlayStation because they didn't post it that it doesn't exist. And some uh, release date and new game announcements. Metro Exodus uh, delayed into the year 2019. I guess it was... Wasn't that a game that they, like, showcased for the Xbox One X? It was. It is a a platform lead Xbox game. They showed it uh, during their E3 presentation last year. Yeah. It had a zombie bear Mm -hmm. uh, that attacked you. Isn't that coming out to next year? Uh, I didn't even realize it was supposed to come out this year, but apparently it's supposed to come out this year. Now it's been formally delayed into fiscal year 2019, so they say. Uh, To the shock of nobody, Micah, hope you're sitting down. Shenmue 3 also delayed into 2019 as well. Yes. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, right, okay. It's a January 32nd. That's when that game's coming out. Micah, how devastated were you to learn this news? Uh, not devastated at all, because I know it's not coming out. It's not. It's not coming out. But Micah, it was the most successful video game Kickstarter of all time. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Stop that. You know banging. what else they do on Kickstarter? Uh, underwear that you don't have to wash. <laughs> nah, yo. Nah. Wasn't, um, wasn't there a con that was a Kickstarter that didn't come out to- there was, fruition. yeah. I think, yeah. I think there was a recently a uh, local convention. Yeah, uh, that, that 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 also happens on kick, Kickstarter. 
Yeah, they take sixty thousand dollars of people's money and don't have don't throw it a fan. Like sixty thousand dollars. Shenmue Universal Fan Con, do you? (laughs) (laughs) It was. I couldn't remember the name. Yeah, there you go. They fan conned you out of your money. Suckers. Pretty much. And uh, Resident Evil 7 is coming to the Switch. Only in Japan, though. And it's going to be a cloud-based game. So apparently, you only have to download like 43 megabytes of data. Uh, But then if you want to play it, you have to be connected to the internet. And it will stream... To your Nintendo Switch. So the Switch. Nintendo not taking 10 years to get with current day technology. Hmm. Amazing. Now, why you'd want to play RE7 on the Switch, not really sure. But, uh, but hey, if you're in Japan, congratulations. You got that going for you. So I mean, you can play it at a Starbucks, I guess. Uh, or a, what is that? What is that? An internet cafe that they have. They have got a lot of those, don't they? Yeah, yeah, because people die in them, right? That's in, yeah, Korea. That's in Korea. Sit and play. That's in South Korea. Yeah, whatever. Too Ain't much uh, same place. Too much StarCraft. Ain't there only one Asian country? Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, so yeah, that is uh, that is our release date announcements. Go ahead, Terrence, with your oh, damn, single story game. this week. Hold on, I don't have my mouse, so I got to do this with a fucking. Oh, oh this is kind of cool. Microsoft reveals an Xbox One uh, controller. Uh, that's in designed entirely for players with disabilities. That is interesting. It looks like the uh, DJ Hero controller. Yeah, <laughs> it kind of does. <laughs> I don't know exactly. It's got two big, giant, black... I guess there's no buttons necessarily. It's like touchpad. Mm-hmm. Um, it's got a D-pad on it. And two giant touchpads. Um, I don't know how it works. Well, that's the thing is it's com- it's completely customizable. Customizable. Yeah. Oh, and it all if you if you scroll down if you flip it over um, to a shot of the back it actually has like nineteen three point wow. five millimeter okay. jacks on the back so you can plug in um, any kind of like accessibility devices to yeah. act as whatever buttons you want to basically. Like that's dope, but what they gonna play on the games on the system? <laughs> I'm just saying, man. Weird, weirdly, they don't talk about that in this article. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's weird. Well, I mean, maybe cool. if you were maybe if you were born with disabilities, you haven't played the old stuff that was really good. So you can go back. I had a back catalog. Play the play the old yeah. stuff. Xbox 360 games. Okay, I guess this is a uh, this is very uh, very cool, very forward thinking. Uh, kudos to Microsoft. Uh, because gaming is, um, it's, uh, something that if that anybody should be able to do if they want to. And, um, yeah, more accessibility is wonderful, man. More accessibility is wonderful. I wish that they were able to access some good games, but, um, (laughs) I think the most impressive part about this is that the fact that it's only a hundred bucks. Wow, they're really? not, yeah, that they're not charging an arm and a leg for it, which is which is good, good to see. Good on them. Good on them, man. This is uh this is wonderful. And the Xbox has good games. Yeah, I'm I'm half joking. But yeah. like yeah. look. They just don't have good excuses. Their 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 future doesn't look too goddamn bright. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. Their past has been decent. Um as far as the Xbox One. But um yeah, the future looks really 
dim unless they do unless they blow us away come uh, E3 this year. Which oh, I don't we'll, think it's going to happen. Oh, we'll be doing. We'll be doing. When the fuck is Crackdown Three coming? Out? <laughs> allegedly this year. Allegedly, I don't think that's going <clears> to <throat> happen. But okay, fine. No release date, but that's cool. Okay. That, that I think if you go to the Crackdown website, it officially says you know releasing allegedly 2018. <laughs> yeah, I'm seeing the shit. Don't even. Like I said, we're we're gonna we're gonna be doing predictions. Uh, probably, probably next week. So, uh, or maybe the week after, but yeah, so we'll, we'll be able to predict what Microsoft is going to do at E3. It's going to be exciting. It's going to be something. (laughs) (laughs) The accessibility controller. That's awesome. Again, good, good job, Microsoft. Just wish you put that thought into fucking games. I'm done. That's all I got. That is, that is, that is all (laughs) you have. That's all I Uh, got for uh, headlines. Well, de- well, densepixels.com slash Amazon is where you can go to help contribute to the Dense Pixels podcast. It's so easy. All you have to do is type in that web address, go to Amazon.com, sign into your Amazon account, buy something, and the Dense Pixels podcast gets a small percentage of that sale. You pay the same low price, but we get some money to help pay for hosting fees, equipment, things that we use to keep the podcast running. Thank you for all you guys that use the Amazon link. I know there's a lot of choices out there uh, when it comes to those, and we always appreciate anyone that uses ours. On a regular basis. Again, that's densepixels.com slash Amazon. Help support your favorite video game podcast by using our Amazon link. So, um, Call of Duty, Black Ops, I, 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 I got uh, some, some announcement news. Um, they, they revealed it. It's been revealed, revealed to the world. Uh, first off, the game is coming out uh, October 12th, 2018. Okay. Um, there are a couple of big things with this. One, there's no single-player campaign. <gasps> no single-player campaign. Dan Bunting, studio co-head at Treyarch, said that that has always been the plan. Quote, Hmm. <laughs> I hate when people lie to me, yo. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm sure. I'm sure. In the three years of development this game's had, they always planned on putting a battle royale mode in it as well. <laughs> the, this this thing that didn't exist until like a year and a year and a half ago. Uh, Dan says, "Quote: When we set out to make this game, we never started with the idea that we would make a traditional campaign. That was just not part." Of our plan, we started from a place that we were gonna make a game that, across the board, can be playable with friends. Uh, that's been our mission from day one. Of course, through the course of development, as always happens with every game, we are to uh, we are to challenge our our conventions, trying different things, like a battle royale mode. Uh, sometimes those things are bold and crazy and innovative, and sometimes we just steal them from other games. <laughs> <laughs> As development goes on through, you're always pushing the best ideas forward. Uh, yada, 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 yada. Um, if you look at the Black Ops series and how players have interacted with it, how our players are engaged with our games, changes in the industry around us are obviously a big part of it. No kidding. 
Uh, it's being it's being more and more experienced as a social thing. The the gaming hub. Huh? Um, of course, this of course we have a very large zombies following with the Black Ops franchise. Do you? They do. It's Apparently actually do. for Black Ops. It's it's one of the primary reasons the game is bought. Actually, okay. And when you look at how they interact with our game, whether it's the game itself, online forums, streamers, YouTubers, everybody's interacting as a community, and it's a pretty massive phenomenon. When you see that kind of passion for our game, that we feel is potentially underserved, well, <laughs> we want to make sure we have more of that. Same is true for multiplayer. All right. Uh, I'm not going to read any more of this well-rehearsed, uh, poorly executed uh, Lie. nonsense. Lie. Yeah. Yeah. Don't, don't be like fucking the mainstream media. Call it a fucking lie. Yeah, it's a lie. It's not, it it's not, a, it's not a half-truth. It's not a fib. <laughs> it's not lie. an alternative fact. It's a yeah, lie. A goddamn lie. And um, yeah, I don't believe they ever... The, I, I believe they started it and was like, yo, this ain't really coming together. And then they saw these upstarts, these young upstarts, like, who the hell is Pub and uh, PUBG and Fortnite? And they're like, wow, we can bite that idea. And, um, and yeah, they decided to do that. So do you have any comments on, uh, on the lack of single-player campaign? I've realized something. That... The Call of Duty era series, the Call of Duty series specifically, it's kind of like the Apple of video games. <laughs> Once upon a time, they were the cutting edge. And they were, they were the trendsetters. They were the market leaders. And then they just focused on making the best product they could. And they let other people around them innovate. And then they would just iterate on those innovations. And sometimes they take out something that, you know, you, you, you get upset about it first. Like a headphone jack. Like a headphone jack or a <laughs> single player campaign. But then you don't really miss it because technology has moved forward so that you don't miss these, you know, old old stuck in the past things. So occasionally they'll be the they'll be the first ones to take the lead on that kind of stuff. But for the most part, they 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 put out a great product. They're the most popular kid on the block, but they leave their competitors to they leave the innovation to their competitors. And then once the, once it's a proven concept, once it's something that says, okay, this works, but now we have to add put the Call of Duty magic, for lack of a better term, uh, in, inside of this innovation, and and we'll iterate on it, and we'll act like we're the first ones to ever do it before. <laughs> they're base they're basically the apple of the gaming gaming universe i mean i cannot think of a more inapt, an apt analogy like you're 100 percent right and it is um <laughs> look it was bound to happen right it was bound to happen you got to just rip that band-aid off and um and and you know maybe in one of those map packs they'll release uh some job-ass campaign that you can pay for if you want to. I doubt it. But, um, yeah, it, this, was, this has been the future of Call of Duty. And, um, quite frankly, I don't know why. They have two studios working on this thing. Three. They have three <laughs> studios working on these, this, this series. Um, they come out every year, and they're, you know, every other year is, you know, the... the from the same studio. So every third year, 
Every third year, that's right, because they have three studios. What so, is it? It's Sledgehammer, Treyarch, and who? Infinity Ward, still. Are you sure? I'm positive. <laughs> so why don't one year be a very heavily campaign-focused Wolfenstein-esque uh, Call of Duty? One year you have this, which is just whatever, right? You 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 keep pumping those out, and then I don't even know what you do for the third year. <laughs> Stop making the game. <laughs> take a break. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> take a break. I'm surprised people are not fucking Call of Duty fatigued yet. Like I just, it's been ten years. I mean, it's, the series itself has been. Like 15, right? It came out in like 2004 or some shit like that. But like uh, Call of Duty Modern Warfare, that came out in 2008, right? Mm-hmm. Been 10 straight years. 2007, actually. Was it? Yes. 11 straight years of this series, never taking a break. They don't really innovate, like you said. They just kind of pick and choose from other series, and people still buy it, man. I mean, People still play, like, there were people that still played the, uh, the campaign mode. I don't, at this point, I, just fuck it, whatever. No, you don't need it. But, like, I don't want to pay $60 for the game, if you're going to take that out. And they're going to put a Battle Royale mode in there, and we'll get into a little, into that. But, like, every other game that has a Battle Royale mode is free. <laughs> so... And but you're getting everything else included, whatever the fuck. Anyway. But hey, Terrence, peop, there are people, there are mil- millions of people out there who buy the new iPhone every single year, despite the fact that it's only a little bit different yeah, than the one that came fucking before. Lunatics. I wish I had that kind of disposable income. I really did. I really do. Because that would be great if I yeah. could afford a new iPhone every goddamn year. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay. Um. So they show the only gameplay they showed was from the multiplayer mode. Um, the multiplayer trailer is uh, a lot of fine, not much. <laughs> it's just Call of Duty. It looks, like, sure? it looks like Call of Duty. special. Yeah, like... it looks like Call of Duty. Um, they said that they were going to take a more boots on the ground approach. That's what they did last year. Uh, right. This doesn't look. I mean, uh, yeah, boots on the ground. I guess that means no vehicles in multiplayer. No jetpacks and shit. They took uh, like the wall, wall running and jetpacks and shit out. All right, but it, all this future stuff is is still in this trailer. Yeah, um, still like jumping around like a bunch of goddamn monkeys. So I don't see like boots on the ground. I mean, you don't really jump a lot, but that's fine. Certain characters from previous Black Ops games will return to feature in the. Uh, in the multiple for what? suite for what they know story who gives I mean, you you remember you remember those classic characters <laughs> like ice cube <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Um, frank frank wet no that's dead rising it's not frank west is dead rising um uh jeff goldblum <laughs> right uh, there was the guy with the beard. Oh, the beard guy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah him. Yeah, that guy. He was. He was a. He was a fucking standout. 
Uh, there was the Who's guy with that, that that hipster must. Oh wait, the hipster mustache guy was uh, Modern Warfare. Yeah, yeah, he was McTavish or whatever the fuck his name See, was. See, you even know his goddamn name. Yeah, because God those damn. story modes were fucking good. <laughs> um, or Tavish or Soap. It was Soap and like McTavish. Yep, those are the two main characters, right? No, I yep. think Soap McTavish is one guy. Oh, I think that was your character. <laughs> are you sure? Uh huh. Because I think I think the guy you're thinking of is Captain Price. Yes. Price, yeah, that's it. Yes. So, was, did you play McTavish? You did, yeah. Okay. Soap, because <laughs> you're because you're the FNG, as they as they say. Black Ops Four will also feature uh, gameplay tweaks, like giving each weapon its own set of attachments. Uh, and using wow, <laughs> that you can probably purchase to make them look more customizable from like microtransactions, because this is Activision after all. And so, uh, using a predictive recoil pattern for guns, so that what the fuck they, does that mean? So that they each fire the same way every time you use them. So they're homogenizing the weapons. So they each fire the same way when you. What does that mean? That means that if you like a certain gun and you're used to a certain recoil from a gun, but you want to use a different gun, you can add an attachment that would. Let's say you you like using an AK-47, but you want to use a higher caliber gun. Well, the higher caliber gun will give you much more recoil. So what I'm getting at with this is that you can purchase, I guess, predictive uh, recoil so that you could take that high caliber gun and give it the recoil of like an AK-47, something that you're used to. I'm just, I'm just guessing. Are you I sure? Have no <laughs> I'm saying, isn't, isn't part of the point of learning new guns in, the, in games like this adapting to the intricacies of the gun which would include the recoil pattern right that's what i'm saying like this whole predictive recoil pattern so that each gun fires the same way like that's what i'm getting from that and i don't understand it man it's yeah, destiny 2 had that hawthorne yeah, shotgun it. it's like getting a car in a racing game and then you know i want this car to handle like a pinto <laughs> 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 i don't I don't get it. I want my Ferrari to handle like a Pinto guy. Um, but let's talk about um, the Battle Royale mode. It's called Blackout. Blackout. And um, so the action will take place on the biggest map that, that, that Treyarch has ever made. It's roughly 15 times smaller than one of the smallest maps they've ever done, Nuketown. And it's 15 times bigger? Yeah. 1,500 times, times bigger. It, um, Luke Town is really fucking small. But that's ta- what I'm saying. But right? ter- but Terrence, if you take 1,500 of them, you said 15 of them. No, 1,500. 1,500. 1,500. Oh, Nuke Towns. Right. Oh, okay. So you're just gonna be running around a goddamn map. You're basically a fucking battle royale game. Okay, continue. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the design director David Vanderhaar. Uh, took to the stage to stop the presentation and add an important caveat. Quote, for us to even consider this experience, it had to be unique and done in a way that only black ops can do it. Well, that was a terrible quote. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'd have like, that's it, Nick? Like, okay. The, uh, I, I want to imagine that he literally came out on stage in the middle of the video and be like, 999, no, we must, <laughs> I must deliver this information. <laughs> The game will feature class-based character customization that's um, 
set between the events of Call of Duty Black Ops 2 and Call of Duty Black Ops 3. Oh, there's your story. In the Battle Royale mode. What are we... What? (laughs) (laughs) Um, Cutscenes to, like, signify this? I I don't get it. I have no idea. Um, Expect to see appearances from such notable characters as Jason Hudson. Ooh. Alex wow. Mason. Whoa. Victor wow. Reznov. There. Raul right. Mendez. That's a that's a Latin team Latinx. <laughs> right. And and uh Xavier Thomas. Uh, I just made I, I just made like that list up. <laughs> I just made it up. Uh you could have made all of them up and we wouldn't have been the wiser. Yeah, I would have exactly no fucking clue. That's exactly what I'm saying. <laughs> Nobody knows who the fuck these regular ass. <laughs> <laughs> no gimmick having dudes are just a just a just a just a create a character version of just a regular ass dude named Jason Hudson. Uh, the key difference between Blackout and other Battle Royale style games is the number and type of vehicles present on the map. As described uh, during the press event, players will be able to use vehicles on land, sea, and air. They took uh, various um, signifying like landmarks from all of their more popular maps to put them in this battle royale map, and um, it, I mean, look, I guess it's I, I, I I'm I'm interested to see not to play, but to see what this looks like on a uh, when it comes out because. Like as you were saying earlier, Terrence, um, the it's going to be a different experience from your more traditional battle royale games uh, from viewpoint alone, uh, because the other games are in third person. You have much more peripheral vision, whereas this first person view, um, you're you're confined a bit. Yeah. Uh, um, so I guess people can like really sneak up on you and stuff like that. I haven't played one of these games, but I have to assume that camping is prevalent. Oh prevalent. yes. Oh yes. Yeah, like you'll hide. You it's kind of necessary. Hide in the house. Yeah. Sitting in the bathtub, you open the fucking bathroom door to, to kind of scavenge. You get shot in the face, and yeah, that's fun. And and I got and like there are already people who camp in Call of Duty, so. Mm-hmm. What I imagine this game is is just a bunch of people hiding from each other because everyone's too chicken shit to go out. <laughs> well, you get your, your head blown off if you just kind of run out there like a goddamn chicken with a head cut. You know, <laughs> good job. <laughs> <laughs> That's the thing about Why about can't I uh, finish than Battle Eve, man. Ever they, um, <laughs> you start out with no weapons, like the way those games are all designed. Well, the ones that. You start off in a map wherever you drop down where you want to drop down in, and you don't have a weapon. You have to run around to find one. Now, some, some spots are hotter than others. People, you'll end up running around and be in a spot with like 15 people because they know where that weapon is or they know where those weapons are. And then a, a gunfight just presu- um, starts in that area. It'll just break out in that area, and three or four people might die within 30 seconds of the game. Are you going to start out with weapons? In this, I don't know. You have to run around, and then they have they have uh, vehicles. What kind of vehicles are we talking about? 
Um, because the vehicles in the other games or in PUBG are for conveyance only. I mean, you can run people over, but they don't have guns and shit on them. I think these would be unfair. Have, I think these might have like guns and stuff on them. Like, well, that's maybe like maybe like up. maybe like if you get maybe they might be like kill streaks rewards. You know what I mean? Mm. Um, yeah, a, a treat for someone. And then I, I have to imagine that a couple will be just for conveyance only because if they're touting that this thing is uh, that big, you got to be able to get around, right? Uh, yeah. So it could be just that. I, I don't. I don't know. I don't. But they made a big deal about seeing around on land, sea, and air. Right. So, so you just what, fly around in helicopters. That's what has me thinking that, um, you know, you might be able to attack someone from the air. Like, there's an attack chopper here in this trailer, and there's a guy. There's a guy sitting on. So this trailer is a concept trailer, right? There's a there's an attack chopper. Uh, flying around a building because there's a big vertical building in it. Um, there's another helicopter following that one with a player sitting uh, in the doorway with a gun. So I'm assuming that you can have someone... Yeah, you can do that in PUBG. Okay. Why yeah. would you do that if it's every man for themselves? Oh, they're teams. You can have teams also. Okay. okay. I'm, I'm ignorant to all of this. <laughs> Um, but my thing is, like, if you're gonna have that those kinds of tanks, like, say you have like a, uh, like, in what are, what do they call those things? An APC? You know, I don't know. ATV? Oh no, no AP, like, APC uh, is right. You're right with yeah. that. Um, but it has like guns on it. You're at a huge advantage in a battle royale mode. I mean, it's hasn't one done in those? Hasn't Call of Duty always been a game of rich getting richer? Because kill streaks are rewarded for the better you do. Yeah, the better you do, but like you come back <laughs> in Call of Duty. True. Battle Royale games, you get shit, you, you die, and that's it. So, like, if somebody's running around a fucking truck with guns on it, what the fuck are you supposed to do on foot? Like, that doesn't add up to me. Like, no, that's the whole reason. Jump, jump in a lake and, and get, your, get your underwater vehicle. Is because, like, that would be an incredibly unfair advantage. Like I, like I said, you can have people shooting out of the windows in PUBG, and you could run people over, but, like, you can't have, like, a tank just rolling around. Well, they, and, you know, they might not again, have... They might not have tanks, but I'm just saying, like, they're yeah. talking about vehicles and shit like that, like helicopters and sea, which, okay, fine, whatever, like, I don't know. Jet skis. We'll see. <laughs> Whatever. I mean, remember too. Next yeah. next week, we'll uh, we we have to deal with battle. Or sorry, this week is going to be a Battlefield V's reveal. So, I swear to God, if that has a goddamn battle royale mode in there, uh, I believe you mean Battlefield Royale. Shut up. <laughs> because technically, those maps are already huge. <laughs> like they're already battle royale size maps to begin with. The fucking Battlefield because they're gigantic. So I, I don't know, but yeah, this just seems. Well, we are again. We're speculating. They're just, they're just they have. They're just biting off everybody else because this is the big thing. I think it's going to crash and burn. I honestly think their their battle royale mode is going to be like, hey, what the fuck is this bullshit? You think people are uh, too ingrained? Like I haven't played Call of Duty multiplayer in a while, and I don't even know why I'm asking you guys because I know y'all haven't played in a while. But yeah, uh, I I can't remember if there is a. Uh, like a knockout mode in Call of Duty where it's like one, you one and done. Yeah. Life to live. It's like hardcore mode. 
All right. So like your team have has one life. Um, once you die, that's the end of the match. There's no oh well, like like seek and destroy, destroy basically. Yeah, pretty much. Hmm. So it's theoretically, you know, it's not it's not as if that wasn't there before, and now it's just on a bigger map. I, I'm very curious to see what this what this turns out as, and if uh, if fans take to it. Yeah, and the other thing is, like, you have uh, healing items and shit like that in the other games. I don't know. I'm assuming they're not going to have regenerating health. Uh, I don't know what kind of damage the bullets are going to do. I guess they're going to have to, like, change the, the, the bullet damage for this mode. It's, oh, I, I think so. My, yeah, the only thing that, I, that I'm curious about is because I feel like it's... They're not going to do this, and it still doesn't feel like Call of Duty. Like I, like I mean, we're joking about them biting off of PUBG and and Fortnite. I don't think they're just going to make yeah the the Treyarch version of PUBG and Fortnite. I think they're going to make a battle royale that still feels right. like Call of Duty. So I don't know. But I don't think I don't think Call of Duty is conducive to that type of gameplay. I mean, we'll see. That's the thing. I just I like I'm kind of interested. I'm not like again. I'm like Mike. I don't give a fuck about the game. I just want to see how they're going to pull this off and have their fans, their fans, take to it. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like it's a different. That's a different breed. You know, like those people that play those games and fucking Fortnite. I feel like those are two different types of people. But then again, there's like millions and millions of people playing those games, so maybe they are one and the same. I don't know. I don't know, but Call of Duty feels incredibly arcadey, and um, yeah, a, a battle royale mode doesn't feel arcadey to me. Like in Call of Duty, two, three bullets, you're done, and and one headshot from you know a decent caliber gun, and you're done. Yeah. So I can't imagine. Like I would be fucking pissed. <laughs> like, cause the thing is huge, right? Like the the level is huge, so. I'm wondering how many how many characters are going to be able to play on screen at one time or in one That's area. The other at one time. They didn't mention that yet. Like I said, details are still scarce. I'm sure they're waiting for that for the next big event. So maybe D3 will get more detail. Because now. PUBG yeah. and Fortnite aren't the prettiest looking games. I mean, Fortnite has a different art style. Is they're able to kind of like crank out those hundred people on a map? Is Call of Duty gonna have a hundred people on this map to start out with, and are those servers gonna be able to? Rock with that because <laughs> we'll uh, Battlefield has 64. You add a whole 40, what is that? 30, uh, four more players, 36, 36 more players. Yeah, that's that's gonna be a lot going on there. A lot of hardware being prepped, <laughs> being pushed for that kind of shit. If I don't they, think it they, will be 100, 100 people on Call of Duty. Probably, you think it'll be like 50? Yeah, because I think they started too late. I, I, don't, I don't think their engine is built for that, and I don't think they mm. could have modified it in such a way this quickly yeah so it's not called did he talk i'm frankly uh <laughs> annoyed having to listen yeah to you turned into terrence there for a second. oh my god like what the fuck are we still talking about <laughs> nintendo god damn call these sucks guys good lord if, oh, there's ever call of, if there's ever a call of duty on a nintendo system it'll be your boy podcaster baiting by himself <laughs> 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 Yeah. So, uh, like I said, this docket sucked. Um, we had two stories on it, and so we, as this customer, we turned over to you people. Find out what you people want us to talk about this week. Uh, Carrie says, "Tell us about your favorite old school video game boss music." 
Um, anything from Castlevania, the entire series, because all the music in Castlevania is great. Yeah, but not the boss music. I know. Like, I don't like boss music. I don't remember I don't, boss music. I don't think any boss music is actually. That's not true. What's what's good? What's better? What boss music is better than the main theme of the game? Dancing Mad. Well, look, Final Fantasy. I mean, everything. Like, I, I wanted to say Dancing Mad. That's the only but, correct. That that that's the correct answer. Because I don't even know what that is. It, it's the it's the final boss music from Final Fantasy VI. It's basically a four movement symphony. And it's and the it's beautiful. I'm not cultured, guys. <laughs> Basically, it's a it's a huge, long orchestral composition that has four distinct, like, parts to it that all repeat in sequence because the boss battle takes like an hour and a half to to do the entire thing. So, are you sure it's just not that that boss music is ingrained in your brain because it took so long? <laughs> no, it's a, it's an awesome song it too. It's actually really good. Like it's that like like if you were to say One Winged Angel. Then yeah, that music is just ingrained into you that you just think it's the best, but it's not, right? Like it's, it's not. It just I don't is. remember boss music, so I can't answer this question. Boss I music is boss music is tough for me to remember. I usually like main themes of games or certain you know themes of games, but yeah, I guess Dancing Mad is is yeah. the only answer. The, the the only other alternative is if you if you go with the like the boss, like the like the boss music from Mega Man Two, because that's pretty iconic. Yeah, I don't remember that music either. If you heard it, you would remember it. I guarantee. Probably not. Because remember, you go to the games like do 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 do, 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 do and like the health bars fill up. Oh, so then, it was the same music over and over again. Yeah, it, it, every boss had the same music. There was no, there was no oh, difference. Okay. So, I, yeah, again. I don't remember music from video games <laughs> except for like one or two. By the way, a um, uh, weird tangent about this as it happens. So today, I don't know why. Oh, you know why? Because I because I was listening to Aaron Grievances, and Mike had talked about how he has the Superman, um, you know, fanfare on his workout playlist for the last the last little bit because of how the song is. So I happened to. But I was like, I, I want to listen. Micah has me in the mood to listen to this now. So I queued it up while I was at work and listened to it. And then I found another video that basically had, hey, here are five uplifting movie themes done in a minor key. And now I'm convinced that every single Japanese music composer that did video games during the 8 and 16-bit eras just took popular songs and scored them in a minor key to make dungeon music in Japanese RPGs. <laughs> Because if you listen to Chariots of Fire in like like a minor key, it sounds like it could be like a video game, like dungeon RPG dungeon music from the 16-bit era. It's frankly incredible. So if you're if you if you want to if you want to find a fun uh, rabbit hole to fall down one day, search for popular songs in minor keys on YouTube. Isn't um, isn't like the theme from Top Gun? Like a variant, like Ken's theme is like a, from Street Fighter, is like a variant on Top Gun or something like that. It's, I mean, it's, it's clearly inspired by it. It's not, it's not close enough to call it a variant, but it's definitely like you can tell it's easily inspired by yeah. Top Gun. 
Um, which is weird because you think if anyone's theme was going to be inspired by Top, you're going to be fucking Giles. Right. Weirdly enough. But yeah, so Dancing Magic is the correct answer. Mega Man 2 for me is a close second. So, uh, Cam says, Brad, you're welcome for the money in the bank spot. I expect the same kind of assistance in my fight against Bobby Lashley. Um, Bobby Lashley has also pulled off the incredible feat of looking like looking exactly the same for 15 years. Yeah, it's called, uh, it's called being black and not cracking. He also has like a thumb head, basically. <laughs> He's got like, he looks like, he looks like a bag of milk duds, <laughs> like just put together in human form, right? Like if you open a bag of milk duds and you just make a, like a body out of them, it's just like the head. And then you got two milk duds for the shoulders and then a milk, then like two milk duds for the body. And then like a bunch of milk duds for the arms and legs. That's what Bobby Lashley looks like. A big fucking milk dud. Uh, he's the, huge. He is huge. He's like frightening. Uh, he asked for our thoughts on the allegedly billion dollar uh, broadcasting deal that Fox has made for SmackDown over five years. I don't watch SmackDown, so I don't fucking care. But I mean, like, you're not blown away by the by the by the by the price though. A billion dollars. A billion dollars is nothing anymore, right? Like. No, it's still something. It, for, for, it? Bro, for, broad, for broadcast, for <laughs> yeah, broadcast rights of one show, it's still pretty fucking significant. Uh, well, I I hear billion all the time now. Like, oh, this, they bought this company for four billion dollars, or this nigga got one hundred and sixty-four billion dollars. I'm like, whatever, yo. My numbers just don't mean shit to me. You have put like the guy who runs Amazon and the Washington Post and Whole Foods. And everything else related to uh, ease of online, you know, accessibility. Like that guy, yeah, I imagine that guy has $116 billion. I imagine that the Walt Disney Corporation can buy uh, Marvel for $4 billion. I cannot imagine 20th Century Fox spending a billion dollars on SmackDown. For, for, for context, by the way, a billion dollars is how much NBC paid the Premier League in their last rights agreement for six years of broadcasting rights for the entire Premier League right. on NBC. Well, Fox is not good with money, right? And, and also, to, to put it in even greater context, ESPN... I, recall, I don't remember how I think it was a 10-year agreement, but they paid the NFL $3 billion for Monday Night Football over 10 years. Right. This is... How many years is this deal? Five. And this is supposed to be a... This is like speculating. It's right. This is not the actual... We don't know, right? Uh, enough people are reporting it that you can... You can uh, probably say... Well, you can probably imagine down. it's pretty close, at least. It's, it's going to be on, uh, on Fox... Oh, they're like, not they're not paying that kind of money and putting it on a cable channel. It'll be it'll be on broadcast Fox for sure. Yeah. yeah but for a billion dollars and what what time slot? That well that's that's what people the are wondering Tuesday as well. Smackdown, but, and I see they're, they're, the rumors are they're gonna move it back to Friday. Which I'm Yo, not a fan what of. The Yo, what are you doing? <laughs> Again, Fox don't know what the fuck they're doing with anything. And hey, and hey Fox, densepixels.com slash premium. 
<laughs> and the other uh the other rumor is they're gonna extend it to three hours which nobody needs no one wants no one is going to be home to watch three hours of smackdown on fox on friday night <laughs> that's the dumbest fucking thing i've heard all week well but be, being as it's on fox started being as it's on fox uh, of course the smackdown is generally considered the better of the two brands right now and it'll probably have like a really hardcore following, and it'll do it'll be awesome, but they'll cancel it like two years in. So. <laughs> <laughs> like, ah, it's not working out. Yeah, they put it on the they put it on the slot where if it's going to be Friday, where shows go to die. Like that's where they put their they put their Friday shows on when no one gives a fuck about it. Things have changed so much since when we were kids. Right? Yeah, maybe maybe that's the play, right? Maybe what that's the, the play is to appeal to a younger audience. Kids I that's what Friday night, right? I don't need. I don't know. I don't know what kids do now. I have no idea. Anyway. And then, uh, and... and then, Camel says, "Kingdom Hearts three is fucking happening. Anything is possible." You don't know that, Cameron. You do not know that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Don't be fooled by what you see on the internet. Is it? Is it in your hands yet, Cam? Is right. it? <laughs> it is not. From what I understand, those Russians are able to do some wonderful things on Facebook. <laughs> they can doctor up some Sora and Toy Story and Incredibles, you know, bullshit, and just be like Kingdom Hearts three coming out. <laughs> like, nah, don't, 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 don't be fooled, Cam. Don't be fooled. Johnny yeah. says, "Talk about God of War already." Screw Brad. <laughs> Much love. Look. <laughs> I, I'm tired of holding you guys back. Um, we're not going to do it on this podcast because I don't feel like doing spoiler alerts right now. But if you guys want to do a like a 30-minute spoiler talk thing when you're at Jay's on Thursday recording your Apocalypse, go right ahead. I won't be offended because it's taking me forever, and I don't want to hold this up. All right. Since the game's been out for a month. The, uh, the bigger question will be, will either of us remember to do it? <laughs> that is a good question. That is the biggest question. By the time I get to Jay's, I am already fucking mad because I've been sitting in traffic for an hour and a half and it's only a 13-mile drive. Good times. Anyway, Amir says, don't let this question distract you from the solid fact that Red Lobster's Ultimate Feast went up $4 and the portions got noticeably smaller and you only get four biscuits instead of five for a table of two. You're not fooling me. Is this true? I was about to say the same thing. Is this I, true? I don't have a clue, but I'm is a nigga. Red Lobster? I, I don't know. It, I don't remember do you know how long it's been since I've eaten Red Lobster? I don't I'm, remember the last time I've been to Red Lobster. Uh, it, it's, been, it's been a few years since I've eaten Red Lobster. <laughs> but um, I'll never forget this one time uh, I went to Red Lobster. This was a long time ago I went to Red Lobster. When, when Red Lobster was in Owings Mills, right? I don't it's even still know. There. It's, still, it's still, still there. there. Yeah, it's still there. They had a terrible, terrible, terrible lobster. It looked pink. And, um, and I'll never forget this irate couple. Uh, um, they, uh, they look like the ones that would be flying the ship. Niggas. <laughs> <laughs> they got real upset at the weight. So they stole, they stole the basket of biscuits, not the biscuits. <laughs> they just took the whole, the whole basket. basket with the napkin that's in it and took some silverware and rolled out. 
That's the Owings. That's the Red Lobster that had to have a security guard at night because the hooligans in Owings Mills would fight there. I remember I'm old enough to look. I'm sorry if you were in the ball, if you're not in the Baltimore area. This is, yeah. this is, I am old enough to remember when Owings Mills was the white part of, of Baltimore County. Like I like, too old enough to remember this as well. When I first went, right? Like that's where we went because we wanted to prove to ourselves that we were better than I, those than those troglodytes that went to security. I've right? said it before, I'll say it again. We stopped going to security when I was younger. We started going to Owings Mills and then somehow somehow security mall has outlasted Owings Mills Mall. Security yeah. mall still stands and still yeah, operates really and has stores in it. Owingsville's mall is a pile of rubble at yeah. this point. That is true. See what uh who says black dollars don't move merchandise? <laughs> <laughs> that's all that's there. Black and Korean dollars yeah. are in security. But yeah, man. Now look at now look at Owings Mills. It's about to become like an open air mall. Yeah, it looks like the, the set of Mad Max. It's just like <laughs> Yes. Anyway, and uh, not—I mean, like I said, I, I know, I know you're throwing some shade at those folks. In the story. My sister, I'm pretty sure to this day, steals the seasoning from from Red Robin. God, still. <laughs> now, now to be fair, her oh, reasoning is sound. God. If they sold it in stores, she would buy it. But since they don't, she has no other alternative. <laughs> Into steal, to steal it. <laughs> yeah. Well, what am I supposed to do, Brad? <laughs> wow, that is okay. So, uh, Anthony has questions for each of us individually. Uh, Micah, how is the voice acting doing? Not as well as I would hope. Um, I've done a couple of uh, pro bono jobs just to try and get my name out there. Ah, uh, the old uh, the old exposure yeah, payment. Yeah, and um, <laughs> they've all fallen through. I have not seen finished product of uh, any of them. Um, like I don't even care that if you don't use what I gave you, but I would like to know that that. Um, that what you were doing, you actually did it. But uh, alas, so if you know anyone that needs uh, professional uh, uh, voiceover work, let me know. I I can do. I will send you my. Um, I will send you my demos. Uh, these guys have heard my demos. They are uh, brilliant, and. Um, and uh, very, very good. So <laughs> I feel like you went with me. a stronger adjective first. <laughs> <laughs> so let me know. Uh, you can contact me uh, directly on Facebook. Uh, and if I think you're serious, then I will give you one of my emails that you can contact me. There you go. Uh, Anthony asked me, if money were no object, which watch would I purchase tomorrow? I thought about this. I'm glad I saw this question beforehand. Uh, if money were no object, um, I would probably buy a Rolex Paul Newman Daytona, which is a 60s style chronograph watch with a panda dial, so meaning it's a white dial, and then the chronograph subdials are black, which is typically the opposite 
of what most chronographs are. The reason it's called the Paul Newman chronograph is because he famously owned a Ro- a Rolex Daytona. Um, he and it was his regular watch. He you know filmed in many pictures and stuff like that with it. He passed it to his son in law. Um, and recently sold at auction last year for over fifteen million dollars. His personal Daytona. Um, it is the most valuable watch in the world. Uh, I don't need his Daytona, but I I do I would love to have a Paul Newman Daytona. But they they routinely go for at auction uh, like ninety thousand dollars, and that's not ever going to happen. It's Jesus. a watch. It is, but it's a it watch that time. was that was not popular in its day. It became popular because Paul Newman wore it, but because it wasn't popular, they didn't really make a lot of them. And and it's even rarer to find ones that are in you know really good condition because mm. you know they're from the sixties and people didn't take care of them because they didn't realize that they could be worth thousands of dollars one day. Would you wear it? Yes, I would. Because most people wouldn't even fucking know that, that it's what a ninety thousand dollars. Like? I gotta see what the fuck this thing looks like. What is it called? Uh, just search for Paul Newman Daytona, and it will it will pop up. Yeah, yeah I'm looking at these prices: uh, two hundred ten thousand dollars from Bob's Watches. Uh, that's a legit site, by the way. Even though it doesn't sound it, it is. <laughs> really doesn't sound. It. <laughs> <laughs> it, it really, it really is. I, I don't trust you. Um, but yeah, I love it. Like I said, I love the, uh, I love the red, the red accents that are on the watch. Um, I love the, I love the font that they use for the, for the numerals, especially on the subdials. Uh, it's a, it's a cool chronograph. That is kind of dope. I kind of yeah. like this, this, the way this looks. Huh. So yeah, that's. $15 million dollars, though? Nah, they can suck my dick. Well, that, that, that's, that's for that's Paul that's, Newman's actual Paul, Paul, Paul Newman day. No, no, <laughs> like, that's, that's way too much money. It is way too much money. I don't, I don't disagree with you on that. It's nice, though. I, I, I kind of like his watch. Oh, okay. But yeah, that's the one. Paul Newman Daytona. And then Terrence, uh, what fighting game needs a sequel or a reboot in 2019? Yeah, I was trying to think of a game that I really, really enjoyed. Um, fighting game and there was one in particular that I thought they were going to I, I heard a couple of years ago that they were going to try to remake but they didn't um, Rival Schools uh, that, well that's, that's, that's one of the go to answers for sure yeah like out there. but I really enjoyed that game like that was one of my favorite games like it, it came out on the Playstation yeah the Playstation if I'm not mistaken um, it had like wacky fucking high school characters like one guy was like a swimmer um one guy played baseball <laughs> um they had a, a coach a volleyball coach or no one of the girls had she was a volleyball player there was a coach that used to beat you with a stick which was <laughs> probably problematic now i don't know in this time Not, if they would allow that in character japan, in japan it would be fine they would oh japan yeah. yeah you're right <laughs> Right. Um, but that game was really cool. Like I could see them easily doing like a an update with the uh graphical capabilities they have now. Uh add some more characters to it. I'd probably pick that up. Yeah, just get a bunch of high school <clears throat> tropes. Huh. And uh Oh yeah, and they had like the dude with the giant fucking collar <laughs> and he had the giant cuffs too. He was kinda cool. I like I, I use him a lot. But um I don't remember the name of these characters. Batsu was one of them, and he—I think he was the main character. He was, he was just some yeah, fucking he was dude. The main dude who was had uh, the blue jumpsuit on. Yeah, he had the blue jumpsuit and the uh, receding hairline. 
Evan with the white shirt. That sounds way too Anglo for. for no, he was a white schools. dude. White dude had a he had a vest on, white shirt, um, like slacks. Hey, he was a white guy in a Japanese um school. Yeah, there's always one. <laughs> so yeah, that that would be that would be the go to for me. George says, y'all can talk about anything. I'm here for it. I just want to shout out Terrence. So I guess he's yeah, not talking about you. He must be talking about another guy. Uh, for his review of Near Automata, which influenced me to finally pull the trigger and buy it, this will hold me down until I get to play that, quote, being a marginalized group that society looks down upon while I go out of my way to prove that my people are more than just tools and are equal to those that oppress us, end quote, simulator that comes out on Friday. I think it's called Detroit. The birth of a nation. <laughs> I'm sorry. Project Justice is the game I'm talking about. I was like the sequel to. Um, it was the sequel to Rival Schools. That's only, the one I only on the Dreamcast. Yes. And I had that. The game was awesome. Um, I can't wait for Detroit. I'm looking forward to that game. I still need to finish God of War. <laughs> so you far do. Behind. Uh, Mark says, since you guys love a good spy slash action film, who would win it in an all-out brawl between Jason Bourne, Harry Hat, Ethan Hunt, Jack Ryan, and Harry Tasker, no James Bond, uh, all in their prime? The fight is set on a kindergarten playground with the only weapons being the playground and any toy that they can find. Uh, who is Harry Hat? Uh, I don't know, actually. <laughs> I know who everyone else is, but I don't know who Harry Hat is. Um, because you specifically mentioned the playground, Mark, I think the... For, first of all, Jack Ryan is dead. Jack Ryan oh, is dead yeah. before this begins. Jack Ryan's a computer nerd. He is not a uh, he is not a super spy right who's ready to kick ass. So Jack Ryan is is gonna die. Um I think based on just the most recent Mission Impossible movie, I mean Ethan Hunt has proved that he is adept at fighting on, you know, metallic cylinders, basically. Like like if you recall Tom Cruise with no movie magic whatsoever, just the pure belief of Scientology flowing through his blood uh, was able to shimmy up, you know, an, an upright pole that was, you know, mounted in the ground while he was handcuffed and wrapped around that pole. I think it would come down to Ethan Hunt and Harry Tasker. Um, like you said, Jack Ryan's out immediately. Uh, I don't know who Harry had is. So I'm just going to say James Bond. James Bond uh, would one punch in the kidneys and uh, and uh, I think James Bond might be done, or or um, uh, James Bond is probably it's since it's on a playground he's probably trying to chat up the teachers. Also true. Um, Jason Bourne. Uh, I mean, Jason Bourne can fight, but I gotta. I, 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 everything that's special about him came from a pill, uh, as per the. The uh, Bourne movie with uh, Hawkeye in it. And um, so I got to imagine it's down to Ethan Hunt and Harry Tasker. And True Lies is amazing. It just is. But I think that Ethan Hunt has the experience. And he's more resourceful, I think. Yeah, I think he is uh, a lot more resourceful. And um, especially if you can use like your various guys in the chair. Like Ethan Hunt's got like four of them. 
uh, like Benji, what's going on? And and Arby's guy, what's you know? Give me an Arby's. So Arby's power guy. up. I forgot his name. Has <laughs> Big Rave's really been reduced to Arby's guy? <laughs> wow. <laughs> he would be so sad. So yes, I think Ethan Hunt might. Uh, I think Ethan Hunt might take it. Terrence, do you have an opinion on this at all? I don't know who half these people are. <laughs> Fair enough. Ethan Hunt. There you go. Ethan Hunt. I think Ethan Hunt is the correct answer. Yeah. Uh, Carrie says, comes back, says, what's your biggest video game disappointment? Now, Johnny posts a <laughs> disgustingly Photoshopped picture of me that you can find on, on the, as the cover photo on the Dense Pixels group page um, of me in a Guy Fieri thing and holding a copy of No Man's Sky. How dare you think that No Man's Sky would be considered a disappointment by me, Johnny? I was perfectly appointed by No Man's Sky. <laughs> <laughs> I had no, I, like I said, the game could have been better, but, uh, but, but certainly I, I did not hate it as much as everybody else did because people are insane. So that's not my mm. biggest video game disappointment. <laughs> okay. So what's your real answer? I don't know. I can't. I can't think of. Uh, it, well, no man's sky. It is. No, I'm not. <laughs> you can't come up with something else. Damn it. Yeah, um, mine is uh, any any fable game. <laughs> <laughs> any fable game. I have been just kind of let down by. Like I and I and I and I'm stupid. I'm an idiot. I always, I bought into what that guy was selling because he has an English accent and I'm easily swayed. Because I'm stupid, but um, yeah, any fable game is just, was just a just a big bowl of oh to me. <laughs> Biggest game disappointment. I is it mm. Xbox One? Yeah, <laughs> God damn. <laughs> As a whole, right now. It's just let me down. As it, there you go. My my game, right? my, my biggest system. my biggest video. <laughs> if, if we're gonna be if we're gonna go with abstract concepts, then my biggest video game disappointment is anyone that <laughs> that continues to like Sonic the Hedgehog. <laughs> oh damn! Sonic <laughs> the Hedgehog is a fine game. Goddamn! <laughs> You're gonna say ooh yeah? Actually, that's that's not a bad one. Yeah. That's not a bad one. That um, happened. It did. It did. Uh, Mark says, "What video game character do you think each person in the Nerdpocalypse cinematic universe could easily replace? Be as realistic or as petty as you wish." And then, how many episodes of Airy Grievances should it take premium members to realize that Terrence is most likely right about being the nicest guy in the group? His guess is six I mean, or seven. Look, Terrence then replies with a typo. Uh, he meant to say, "I'm mean." <laughs> Nah, I said what I said. <laughs> uh, um, Terrence is easy. Um, Kazuma Kiryu from uh, from uh, Yakuza, just because the guy is um, he is he is uh, he is a a a badass dude who doesn't say much, and um, he's uh, he's a nice guy to a fault. And I believe that is what Terrence is deep down, even if he doesn't want to admit it. 
What a nice guy. To a fault? Yeah. To a fault. Hmm. Yeah. I, I don't do believe you're a nice guy. I to have... a fault. <laughs> I don't even understand what the what's the fault? Uh, you're so nice that you think you're a nice guy, so you <laughs> buy into your own bullshit. <laughs> that is ridiculous. I am. Uh, uh, you shouldn't. You shouldn't. Uh, uh, whatever. Fine. Um, uh, <laughs> who else could? I'm trying to think of who Brad might be. Um, a, I'm sorry, Brad, but you're probably you're probably a Mario, just because. You're the face that everybody loves, right? Like, you're the big guy who's just like, hey, it's me, Brad. You know what I mean? Like, like people can't be mad at you. You know what I mean? I'm, I'm also so stereotypically Italian, so you've keyed into that part of my, uh, <laughs> that part of my ancestry. Um, I mean, uh, who could be... Uh, I'm trying to think who Carrie could be. Um, but I'm drawing a blank. Um, I would be, who the hell would I be? I like to think of myself as a uh, male commander shepherd. I, <laughs> <laughs> with a better voice and, uh, you know, a rugged good looks. Um, I got, uh, Jay would be, if I'm commander shepherd, Jay would be Garrus, this weird alien looking thing, but you know, he's really cool. Gar- um, Garrus is not arrogant enough for for Jay. No, yeah, no. I don't know. Jay would probably be like the president from Saints Row Four, <laughs> the main character. You know, what I'm like, just a just a just oh, just confident for no reason. <laughs> oh Lord! And I'm always um, terrible at these, so I, I will defer to your uh, to your picks. Um. Demetrius would be Zangief because <laughs> <laughs> big. <laughs> See, it's it's, it's hard it's hard to cast it across the entire like video game spectrum. I feel like you'd have to go with like one specific game universe. Yeah, it would have go to be one, one game universe. And I have no idea who Carrie could be. I'm looking at uh, I'm looking at at video game heroines, and none of them fit Carrie, which is probably. A commentary on video game heroines. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm just going to default and say uh, Samus Aran, because <laughs> that's the only that's the only respectful answer I can give. Hmm. She'll be upset you didn't say Princess Daisy. <laughs> Her favorite Nintendo character. <laughs> Uh, Terrell wants us not to forget that Terrence has posted more videos from his fa- PlayStation than he ever has from his Xbox, and he bought a PS4 Pro to enhance the PlayStation experience as it was meant to be played. And he also asked how Next Machina is. Well, we talked about that earlier in the episode. It's easier. It is easier. Two button or one button, and then you just pick a menu option. That's it. Uh, Johnny says, outside of John Cena or any other real life person, which guest character would you like to see show up in the new Smash Brothers? I don't play Smash Brothers. I don't give a fuck. I mean, you don't have any character that you no. want to see. I've never, no, I've never played Smash Brothers. Man, that is a that, that is a cop out ass answer. Um, Me, 
aside from real life characters. Oh, Dante. Was I was, I, I was, I was gonna say Dante. Yep. Was he in that, or was he in that other game? Yeah, oh, Bayonetta was in Battle Royale. Yeah, yeah, Dante. It was, it was that fake Dante. Yeah. No, that was that was uh, you know that was that was that weird American Dante. <laughs> I want goofball Japanese Dante. Or, oh, that's um, right. They're coming out with another Devil May Cry. I forgot about that. Mm-hmm. I think that's gonna be um debuted at E three. Maybe. I have no idea. Low key, but they but they might do it. Yeah, I want to see that. Capcom is pricking a bit. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah, Dante. I don't care. That's it. That's uh, uh, Batman. <laughs> Batman. <laughs> why the fuck not? You know? Yeah, why not? Batman. Doctor Doom. Sp- no, you know what? You know what? Like, a real answer? Spider-Man. I would love to see Spider-Man. Like, if Spider-Man's falling uh, off the platform, you just thwip a web. I feel like that would be unfair. Be safe. I feel like that would be unfair in Smash I, f- I feel like you almost certain webbing that you can do and then you run out of webbing. Mm. Like you can do it maybe twice and then that's it. One for each hand. So there you go. Yeah, that's fine. Uh, Terrell says, how come the host of Dense Pixels has been ducking me in Street Fighter Arcade Edition since launch. <laughs> because, Terrell, that game was an incomplete shite game when it first launched. Hey, that's a bullshit. And I haven't gotten a chance to play that much since then, so. Okay. Yeah. That's why. Right. I haven't played that's why. That's why? That's why. I don't believe you. It takes 10 minutes to just jump in like three or four games. Right? <laughs> I don't believe you. But I need to practice I first. I don't even have a game that I would play. If I had it, got to practice first. You going to buy it? No, <laughs> he 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 owned it previously. So yeah, I, yeah, and I, I no longer have it. There's a reason for that. Uh, Light artist says, "What is your favorite super move from any video game?" Jesus Christ, that's some... yeah, you gotta narrow these down, the man. Uh, <laughs> so I'm gonna I'm gonna narrow it down to uh, Street Fighter, and I like the uh, Akuma's uh, Raging Demon. It's not much on. Flash, I mean, it is, but it isn't. It's just, it's a flash, right? <laughs> like, but I like the idea of like this guy just and then he just fucking comes at you, and then like the thought of what's going on in the two seconds of darkness that leaves you just on the ground. Like, it's like what, like, like that's the most badass thing I've ever seen, right? Um, I also like the Shin Shoryuken. Now that they have, now that they have like overly animated it, especially in Street Fighter Four, where it's just like a gut punch, and then you're doubled, you're doubled over, and then you just see the big fist hit the, the hit the Jay Leno chin that he gives you, just <laughs> ah, and just lifts you up like you feel you feel that lift up when he does the uh, when he does the Shuriken part of the Shinju. Um. And anything from uh, Arc Systems Works, any Astral fi- Finish. I don't like their Astral any Finish. Any one of those, and any one of those games, just because they all are ridiculous. Yeah, their Astral Finishes, sometimes they're just like, really? That's it? Sometimes they're whack, yeah. and sometimes there's a sword that comes out from heaven and stabs you. <laughs> <laughs> like, I like shit like that. 
I mean, mine is based on effectiveness rather than visual flair, and that is the bum rush from Final Fantasy VI. Because that ah. move did all the damage. Yeah, and, it did. And it was easy to do. Knights of the Round, next. <laughs> like, I don't know. Like, um... Like, like any Final Fantasy VII summon, it's cool the first two times. And then yeah, it gets then really old. It takes 12 minutes for the whole right. summon to go through over and over again. But, like, the first time you see Knights of the Round, that shit is fucking insane. It's crazy. And then you had to work your ass off just to get the goddamn thing. So, yeah. When I got that. That was pretty amazing. Um... I'm trying to think of anything from like a Marvel versus Capcom. Um, like Dead, level threes. Deadpool breaks the uh, fourth wall, pulls the health bar down. Yeah, that's smashes <laughs> you with it. That, <laughs> that's that was pretty bad. Um, uh, what else was in there? Uh, any? I like beam supers also. Like any, anything Iron Man does. Yeah, like Iron Man's level three when he just yeah, his level three is pretty cool. Exposes himself to you, just like <laughs> look at my titty. Bam! And just fucking shoot you with his fucking arc reactor milk. Ew. (laughs) 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 Um. Yeah, I don't. I don't really. I'd have to like go back. Any game? I like Doctor Doom's level three, but I'm partial, obviously. But he makes you sit in a chair. Yeah, he sits in a he sits in a throne. Put you in a shower and put you in a glass box of emotions. <laughs> <laughs> so Anthony says your favorite Super Mario Brothers power up. Uh, he gave a couple examples, and the second example he gave is my favorite one, the Tanuki suit, because my inner Spike Lee enjoys the fact that I can turn a big fat Italian into a coon. <laughs> Well, I can't. I can't top that answer. <laughs> um, but the clear answer here is the frog suit from Super Mario Three, because Super Mario Three has some ridiculously difficult water levels, and the frog Doesn't... suit makes them damn easy. Oh yes, se- seven two is the bane of my existence in Super Mario Three. That's that's the that's the automatically scrolling water level, if you recall, in Super I Mario not. Three. Yeah, I do. I do remember that. It and fucking that frog suit, sucks. Correct me if I'm wrong. The frog suit basically made it just that you can move anywhere, yes. in any direction, and you won't sink. Yes, and like, and, yeah. and quicker also. You you, right. you could move with more speed. So yeah, that gave you precision movement. Like yeah, I, I'm gonna need that in that, yes. <laughs> especially in that level. I don't remember Super Mario Three. I remember I could beat it. Easily three three okay. has all the best power ups actually because it also has the P wing. As well, mm-hmm. so you had unlimited flight with the raccoon tail. Mm-hmm. Um, has the Karubi shoe, which sucks, but it's notable. Yeah, what was that that fucking boot that you could jump in and then just like hop around? It's like a wind up boot, but you could oh. you could like uh, you could go on spikes and you could kill anything with it. <laughs> I don't remember any of this shit. I really don't. Ter- Terrence and inner child died long ago. When the Genesis came out. I don't remember anything from my childhood. What's your favorite Sonic power up, guys? Blue Shield. (laughs) (laughs) That blue, that stupid shield always looked like a spinning quarter. (laughs) (laughs) What the hell is this? 
Uh, Jody says, with the new Spider-Man game coming out, how do you guys feel about the lack of superhero games for the last few years? What characters or properties do you think would make good games? Do you think more superhero games would be too much superhero flood into the mainstream media? Um, I think... Uh, I think the lack of superhero games is that people can't grasp how to do their powers in a way that A, doesn't make you completely invincible, or uh, B, is, is um, you know, interesting. I, I, I feel like, but I feel like there's a Superman game that can be made. I just have no Nobody idea. Nobody knows how, how to make it. <laughs> like, and, and the Superman game that was based on the Brandon Ralph movie, <laughs> had an interesting concept. They're like, okay, well, he's Superman, so he can't really die. But Superman, you know, the people rely on Superman, and they had a meter uh, yeah. that, that represented people's faith in Superman. And if people's faith in Superman fell to the point where it was zero, then you lose because they don't believe in you anymore, I guess, or whatever. Like, I, it was basically the city was your health bar. Yeah. Like, I think that was an interesting idea, just kind of poorly executed. Um, and the final boss, if I'm not mistaken, was a tornado or some shit like that. Yeah, something stupid, man. Like, like they, don't, they don't embrace the comic book nature of these, of these games, right? Because most of them are either based off of movies, which they're kind of limited to that, or yeah. they just, you know, they don't. They don't really embrace it. Like you got to embrace the silliness. Like that's why those Arkham games are are great, right? Like they're simple to play. They embrace the the wackiness, right? Like there's a plant lady in it, for God's sakes. Um, you can do that with Superman. Um, I feel like the DC properties, a little more so than the Marvel properties, are are better for making games hmm. because i think that their power sets are so wildly imaginative like green lantern his power set is is like very unique right like you can make anything but then people but then they don't make anything right like like hey i'm the green lantern i'm just gonna make a gun to shoot the enemies but like come on man like use use your imagination whereas <laughs> some of the marvel games you know, like Captain America. You remember that Captain America game based on the first Avenger? There's just a guy walking around hitting people. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's the thing. Like, that, that's why I it's a good thing that, that there at all. That's why it's a good thing that there aren't more superhero games, though, because the problem is we get we kept getting too many games based off of the superhero movies that were coming out, and those are typically horrendous. Right. Which so. Is why yeah. I, and, and the interesting thing is, like, video games have characters that have their movesets already. Right. Like, it's kind of right. like you would just be slapping, like, a Captain America skin on a very strong white dude. Well, and that's why I'm, that interesting. I'm interested to see what whatever whatever the Avengers game is that Square's working on. Or well, what that Crystal Dynamics is working on specifically, because I don't oh, know. Oh, right. I forgot about that. I don't know what that's going to be. Because um, I, think, I think the game that did, like, superhero team-ups the best was... Probably Ultimate Alliance. Yeah. So, but that's, that's a like very specific RPG style of game. Yeah. Game. Yeah. So, 
Well, we'll we'll see what I like. So the Avengers thing should be what you're looking forward to probably because we have no idea what Rocksteady is even working on right now. So, um, Sam, I, I I like the cut of Sam's jib. I'm just gonna say before I read his question, and he says speculate why Sonic the Hedgehog and Star Fox have endured as franchises despite an absence of good games. Hashtag it's cuts furries. Uh, look, like we said, nostalgia is a hell of a drug, and that's why. I uh, I think Sam answered it in the hashtag. Also true, because people want to fuck Sonic the Hedgehog and Fox McCloud. I think that's it. Like I'm scared to do a Google search, a Google image search of like slash fiction of Fox McCloud and Falco Lombardi, <laughs> but I guarantee you it's out there. I guarantee it's it's also because when 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 you were a kid, you didn't know what good and bad games were. You just played whatever you had. And so and then you became endeared to these characters. And that has persisted throughout the rest of your life, because, again, nostalgia is a hell of a drug. Yeah, that's why people love racist grandparents, right? Like, you know, good and hell well, you should cut your racist grandparent off. But it's your grandparent. You grew up with your grandparent. You know what I mean? I don't even race. I don't have any. I don't think my grandparents were racist. I bet you they probably were. I bet you they probably were too, because you're a racist. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, <laughs> all right. <laughs> Look, they had every right to be. Uh, Trey says, once Spider-Man PS4 drops and blows everyone's anal cavity wide open, what superhero should get his own game next? And is Sunset Overdrive one of the best games not to get ported to a better system? Uh, I played a little Sunset Overdrive. I think it was pretty fun. I have it. I have it. Yeah, I only played it because it was free. (laughs) And by the time I did play it, I I wasn't terribly impressed with it, but it's it's cute. Um, does Superman me, uh, have to be the next superhero to get a game or can we, can we, with who Superman? Uh, don't be surprised if you see, uh, Superman, you know, Metropolis city or whatever from, uh, from Rocksteady. I don't, you said there's a, there is a Superman game to be made. Uh, like the nigga can fly at the speed of sound. They're man. gonna they're gonna keep trying to make it. I don't think I don't think they're gonna make a good one. I, his his power set his his power set is everything. I'm telling you, if like who if they, who's gonna be the final boss? If they can Brainiac, yeah, Brainiac. And if they can get if they can get flight down, if they can get the flight mechanics down, I mean, if you think about Superman's powers, he's he's super strong. So punching, he has uh, laser vision and, and, and ice breath. Those are your projectiles. And um, he, can, he can move fast. You know, everybody has a run, right? If they can get flight down, that's, that, is what will, that is what will nail it for people. Because they, because they damn near had it with Batman in those Arkham games. Uh, they had a very good locomotion system where you could essentially cross that whole city without touching the ground. 
Yeah, uh, but you would know. He I can fly really fast. I mean, but like you, the level has to be. I, I mean, you can't think of it. You can't think of it like, yeah, you're going to have the dumbest powers down. Like you can't super even they've even done that in the Superman comics where it's back in the 40s. Superman could shape shift, yo. Like he could <laughs> he could literally do anything you wanted him to do, and they've casually yeah you know, they eventually they've dumbed him down and dumbed him down and dumbed him down, and like there's one point there was one point where Superman has this power where he can like set off a a, a small nuclear explosion uh, with all the the yellow energy of the sun stored in him. But once he does that, he loses all his powers and he has to regenerate those powers. So he's essentially mortal. So he could be shot like they because they they have to do drastic things like that. I think if you just tone down his power set and you and you get flight down. You can make a decent Superman game. He's got the characters. He's got the he's got the lineage. Um, I think I think it could be done. Hmm. I'm going to skip around because I want to keep the show under reasonable because I checked the time. I was like, whoa. Oh, um, shit. I know. Uh, God damn. So we'll go to Reginald. Reginald says, when will E3 stop being the platform for gaming studios to announce new projects? Um, I don't know that it is the platform anymore that they announce new projects because a lot of times, especially the bigger companies now, um, do it on their own stage whenever they want to. Um you know, we saw the Call of Duty reveal. Rockstar does whatever the fuck they want. Um, <laughs> whenever the fuck they want. I'll see. I'm trying to think of other examples. I mean, EA has Battle uh, Battlefield revealed this week, apart from E3 as well. Um, yeah, I think, outs- I think outside of the first-party platform holders, you don't see it as much as you used to anymore. Yeah, I agree. Um I wish they would announce some new projects. The problem is if they announce a new project, it won't be available until three E3s later. Right. <laughs> yeah. E3 now is just kind of a chore to me. Like, I don't, at this point, I just want the game to come out. I don't want to, I don't, I don't get excited for reveals anymore. Um, Cause I'm getting older. But like as the younger generation keeps coming, I'm like, man, why stop? But then again, like you said, they other the the big companies just do their own shit. Like Nintendo, are they even gonna be at E3? They're not gonna be they'll be at E three, but they don't do but they, they, they do haven't been doing an on stage presentation forever. Yeah. Now they just release oh, directs. So. Nintendo Direct, so they don't even care about E three anymore, <laughs> to be honest with you. Um you know, people just stop caring. Like I don't care anymore, personally. Um, but I don't think I don't think that's going to happen because people love video. People get excited depending on how like people just get excited for it. Again, like Micah said, those games don't come out for three years. They get postponed. Some of them get canceled. What was that game? Dragonborn. Scalebound. Dragon scale. Dragon scale. Dragon scales. <laughs> bound. Scalebound. Yep. Scalebound. Oh, yeah, that's go. it. Whatever. Yeah, yeah. That game. Exactly. exactly. <laughs> canceled. Like what the fuck, dog? Um, I don't know. They'll keep doing it because people love to be love conventions. Well, plus that's <laughs> also like the one like where everyone all, all the eyes are focused on you. Know yeah, I mean? everyone so. goes to those things. People love conventions, man. So I don't think it's gonna stop anytime soon. 
Uh, Anthony says you get the power to return one former wrestler to their youth and prime of their career and insert them in today's WWE. Who do you turn the clock back on and why? Do they have <laughs> like, to be, open <laughs> Do they have to be alive? No, I don't think so. Macho Man. Interesting. I think the yeah. Macho Man could I think the Macho Man could work in today's WWE. And um and he's my favorite wrestler. So the Macho Man. <laughs> um he can he can grab some other random chick to be Miss Elizabeth. Plus, I see a lot of myself in the Macho Man. The Macho Man was a really jealous dude. <laughs> <laughs> like he took that shit with with Hogan and Elizabeth, like oh, seriously, shit. as he should. Like the fuck out of here, you 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 orange skinned freak. Away from my wife. The cream of the crop. Lines um, to the top. I don't know. Uh, today's WWE could go. Much um, pre-murder Chris Benoit. Look, man, I loved Chris. I loved watching Chris Benoit wrestle. <laughs> like he was really fucking good, and unfortunately, but he could easily, easily wrestle in today's WWE. No, no questions asked. Oh yeah. I don't even know if Daniel Bryan would be as big as he is if Chris Benoit was still. Uh, you could argue not, yeah. probably. Um, Shawn Michaels would probably be the one for me in his prime. Oh, imagine, yeah, Seth Shawn Michaels, Seth Rollins. Seth you ain't paying for yeah. Shawn Michaels for Seth Rollins. Shawn Michaels yeah, Shawn versus Michaels, um, AJ Styles. Yeah, Shawn yeah. Michaels versus 2018 Miz. <laughs> said Shawn Michaels versus Adam Cole I'm here for all of it so yeah that would be that would be my pick for sure Uh, let's see here Uh, Micah what is the who is going to be in the pain clan which three TNP studios hosting your or lieutenant in the pain clan and what are their special skills um uh the two of you and Demetrius um, uh, Brad, uh, I forget what their skills are, so I'm just going to make some up. Um, Brad, you, you look like a tank. You look like, you look like you can distract them and take a lot of damage. Um, um, Terrence looks like a, like a rushdown type of guy. Like he would be able to, like, he would be the one that would, would, would go at you immediately. Um, and, and I see Demetrius as being like, a uh, in, in between you two, you know what I mean? Like, like you, you three would be the three ice hockey, uh, players. <laughs> the big guy, the medium guy, and the skinny guy. I didn't realize all the characters in ice hockey were all like six feet one. <laughs> <laughs> Just different bodybuilders. Yeah. I mean, obviously, right? Like yeah. my team would have to be intimidating. Like. No, not no disrespect to you know Carrie, but she's not exactly tall. And you know, wow. I mean, I I need grown men on my team, guys. <laughs> <laughs> I do. <laughs> I'm sorry. 
Uh, like unless Jay, uh, unless Jay is the height of uh, of uh, 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 what is that dude's name who was in uh, Infinity War, who was in Game of Thrones, Peter Dinklage. Unless he's unless he's his height in Infinity War, like I'm gonna need you three to the <laughs> God damn. Uh, Mark says, besides Nintendo, do you see any other company getting into the handheld gaming race anytime soon? Hell uh, no. No, not mm. at all. No. Said Sony Sony learned their lesson and, and Microsoft never even <laughs> Microsoft is like, nah, I'm good. Never even that tried. Time is, at that that time is so far gone, like the two thousand nine mixtape from yeah. Drake. And we will wrap it up with Malcolm, <laughs> who says that uh, his pizza delivery guy tried to rob him with an odd looking cane. But when will we get the Def Jam? Wow. <laughs> really? <laughs> I missed that. I finished, I finished that, by the way. Yeah, it was good. Wasn't it? Yeah, that shit is insanity. It's going to go off. Black guys <laughs> put this around me. Black guys in Erie, Pennsylvania, put a bomb around my neck. Ah, you're talking no, about evil didn't. genius. Gotcha. No, they did not. As soon as he said it, I'm like, you know what? Fuck you. I hope you die. Black guys did it. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. Oh, so, you, so, so I, I listened to you guys talk about that on Nerdpocalypse. Oh, I'm assuming no. I need to go watch that now, eh? You have to watch Yo, it. It's, it's fucking really, crazy. Do you, do you give it your highest good. recommendation? Yes, it okay. is very, very good. All right, well, then I will make the time. He also says, when will we get the Def Jam Vendetta remake? Um, Who is in Def Jam worth putting in a Def Jam Vendetta? I don't know anymore. That's my problem, is that I don't, I don't, know, who, um, I don't know who is in Def Jam. I don't know. Well, I mean, he, wouldn't you just do a, a straight, could you do a straight remake of Def Jam Vendetta? I mean, you you could with some of I the feel people. Like some of the artists are no longer with Def Jam. Yeah, probably. Like, like I'm looking at Def Jam recording artists. All right, Justin Bieber would be in it. Um, he would. He just would. Uh, Rihanna would would be in it. Uh, okay. Kanye West would demand to be in it. Um, Jay Z, Rick Ross, Lady Gaga, I guess. Um, Jay Z. Okay. Yeah, DMX is still with uh, uh, Iggy Azalea. Basically, anybody that I don't like, and then like two people I do like, so just, I can use just one yeah, of two characters to beat up to beat up everybody else. There you go. Yeah. Um, those games were really fun. They were very fun. I would only accept uh, a remake if uh, Aki came back yeah. and and redid their engine to be similar but different. Like I know you got to progress, but because <clears throat> EA decided they wanted to, what was it Def Jam Icon? They tried mm-hmm. to do their own, and that shit was garbage. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. I forgot only about that. Three sixty when that first came out. Yeah, no. Oh yeah! Oh, <laughs> gross, man. I remember this now. Uh, wasn't good. No, it wasn't. It was more of like a fighting game, like a two D fighting game instead of like a wrestling game. It was, it was, oh man, why'd you put this? Oh damn! <laughs> so on that high note, we're gonna leave it there. Thank you guys for uh, 
uh, responding to the question. Sorry if we didn't get your question. Like I said, I didn't want to run the show two and a half hours, so we had to skip around a little bit. Uh, make sure you join the Facebook group, densepixels.com slash fans. Uh, it, always do a discussion there every day. It's a pretty good time. Check that out. Uh, leave us a five-star review on iTunes. If you do, we will read it on the air, so you can plug anything you'd like to plug. In that five-star review, we'll read it. Uh, it. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast on which other podcatcher you choose. And then we are also on Twitch TV. Uh, Dense Pixels is the main show channel. I am Dense Pixels Brad. Terrence is Apparition 410. Micah is Dense Black Nerd. And Carrie is Suffet's Carrie. So that is it. Uh, we will see you guys next week. See you. Take it easy.